Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Matt, and I'm one of the students here at Chatswood Presbyterian Church. And it's my pleasure to be with you today to bring you God's Word as we look at Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 to 46. If you haven't already got a Bible out in front of you, can I encourage you to get this out now? Uh, as we're going to read back through Matthew 13, verses 44 to 46, we're then going to work out what Jesus is saying in these two parables and then apply the passage to our own lives. Before we begin, let's pray and ask God for his help. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today in Matthew 13. I pray that you be with us. Help us to have eyes to see and hearts to hear about this amazing treasure you've given us in the kingdom of heaven. That is truly treasure worth seeking. And I pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the date was January 2009. I was 17 years old, just finished the HSC, and I got a summer job in my dad's printing factory. Now, I don't know if you've ever worked in a factory before, but it's tough work, let alone being the boss's son. The other workers all loved having me around, not. I was working longer hours than I ever have before, clocking in every day at 6.30am and clocking out at 4pm. The, the, the working conditions were, were harder than anything I've ever experienced. During the, during the day, it got incredibly hot in the factory. I was consistently hungry and thirsty. The work was physically tiring. My, my, my body was sore. I was working harder than I ever have before, working every fibre of my body into the extreme. And friends, it was all with one goal in mind. One goal in mind. To earn enough money to buy a road bike. You see, for more than a year, I had been dreaming about this bike. It was a Trek bike, Trek road bike. It, it, it was shiny red, made of carbon fibre. It had the latest Shimano gearing. It had these, these light wheels, which just looked fast. And you see, to own that bike, oh, it meant the world. And do you know what? When I finally bought it, it made all the pain worth it. It made all the work worth it. It made all the sweat and time and energy worth it. And I did it all with joy. Because for me, that bike was so valuable, so desirable. Getting my hands on that shiny red Shrek road bike for me, that was treasure worth seeking. For me, that was treasure worth seeking. Well, in today's passage, in Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 to 46, we're going to be reminded about a better treasure worth seeking. A treasure that won't spoil or fade away. A treasure that's eternally significant. Before we begin, however, and look at these two parables, let's quickly familiarise ourselves with where we are in the book of Matthew. Now, in the previous verses in Matthew chapter 13, 
Jesus had been speaking with his disciples and the crowds about the kingdom of heaven. But, but what does Jesus mean when he talks about the kingdom of heaven? When Jesus spoke about the kingdom of heaven, he was referring to the final reign of God over a perfected and renewed creation in which his people would live with him in safety and blessing forever in his eternal kingdom. And in the previous verses in Matthew chapter 13, Jesus had told his disciples four different parables about what the kingdom of heaven is like. You might remember them. The parable of the sower, the parable of the weeds, the parable of the mustard seed and yeast. Now here in chapter 13, verses 44 to 46, Jesus tells his disciples another parable about the kingdom of heaven. And so what does Jesus say about the kingdom of heaven? Well, in verse 44, Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like treasure. It's, it's, it's been hidden in a field. Now, back in those days, they, they didn't have a lot of banks to steal all their money. Uh, I mean, mind all their money. And so they used to do things like hide it in fields. Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. Have a look with me. Matthew 13, verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. Now, in this story, something must have happened to the owner. And so the treasure is just left lying there. And one day, a bloke happens to be in the field and he finds the treasure. And so what he does, he hides the treasure and he, and he happily sells everything he has just so he can go and buy this field, just so he can get his hands on this amazing treasure. Continuing at verse 44. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. A couple of things to notice. First, the bloke has to sell everything to get this field. All his stuff, his house, his car, his phone, his, his flat screen TV, his Stratocoaster, even the clothes off his back. It all has to go. It doesn't say if he sold off his wife or children, but if he had them, they had to go. Auction to the highest bidder. He has, he has to sell everything he has to get a hold of this field. And the second thing to notice is he sells everything he has with joy. He is stoked to give it all up. As he sees all his stuff disappear in the garage sale, he can't stop but giggling. Every time something goes on eBay, he's jumping with joy. And why? Because he knows that the treasure is so much more valuable. So what's Jesus saying in this parable? What's the point he's making? Jesus is saying the kingdom of heaven is worth more than anything else in this world. It is of supreme value. 
Jesus then tells his disciples another parable. Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is a bit like a merchant who's searching for fine pearls. When the pearl merchant finds that, that fine pearl he's been longing for, he immediately sees the incredible value in it. He sees that it's worth more than anything else he has. So like the bloke in the first parable, this guy goes away, he sells everything he has just so he can buy this fine pearl, just so he can get these hands on this amazing treasure. Matthew 13, verse 45 to 46. Have a read with me. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he had found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Can you picture the scene? He's had his garage sale, he's sold everything he owns, even the garage itself and the house attached to it. Everything's gone. Until, until, he, until he's sitting on the side of the road in his undies with the pearl in his hand and a big grin on his face. Again, what's the point Jesus is making? It's the same in the last parable, isn't it? Jesus is saying this. The kingdom of heaven is worth more than anything in this world. It is of supreme value. The kingdom of heaven is treasure worth seeking. All right. Well, that's as far as we're going today. Can you see what these parables teach us? Both the parable of the hidden treasure and the pearl illustrate the wholehearted response we should have towards the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is worth more than anything else in this world. The kingdom of heaven is treasure worth seeking. It is supremely valuable. All right. Well, well, let's think about how we can apply these parables to our own lives. I have three application points for us to think about as we respond to this passage. Application number one is the kingdom of heaven is extremely valuable. Application number two is are you seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? And application number three is if you've seen and understood its value, what are you doing about it? Do you get that? Number one, kingdom of heaven is extremely valuable. Number two, are you seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? Number three, if you've seen and understood its value, what are you doing about it? All right, application number one, the kingdom of heaven is extremely valuable. Friend, the kingdom of heaven is it is extremely valuable, isn't it? That's what Jesus is saying here. And it will be, won't it? Not, not just for the people 2,000 years ago, but for us. In this kingdom of heaven, those who believe and put their trust in Jesus as their saviour will live with God forever living a life free from pain, free from the insecurities of this world, free from sin and sadness, living a life 
will you be able to have real relationship with the creator of this universe? Friend, the kingdom of heaven, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a place of, of excellence and, and, and unmatched beauty. It's going to be better than any place here on earth. And nothing can ever take it away from us. It will be forever. And that leads us to application number two. Are you seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? Friend, let me ask you a question. I wonder for you, if you're here today and you're a Christian, are you seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? Do you see how it's extremely valuable? Do, do, do you see its, its excellence and beauty? Or do you find yourself failing to see its value? Maybe because you're, you're caught up dreaming about some other valuable things. Or maybe just because you're so busy. Busy with the stuff of this life. Well, recently I came across a YouTube video of a violinist playing in a subway station in Washington, D.C. But this finalist playing wasn't just anyone. He was one of the best concert finalists in the world, Joshua Bell, who just three days earlier filled the house at Boston Stately Symphony Hall where merely a pretty good ticket went for $100. And for 45 minutes... In this metro station in downtown Washington, D.C., Bell played for free on a violin worth $3.5 million. But the thing was, nobody took a blink at him. Over a thousand people rushed by and only seven stopped to hear him play. And only one lady recognised him. I wonder for you, friend, are you truly seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? Are you seeing how valuable it is? Or are you too busy? Like those people in the downtown subway who, who didn't recognise how, how valuable it was that, that someone of the, of the calibre of Joshua Bell was playing for free. Are you instead just simply just walking by, not seeing and recognising the value of the kingdom of heaven? Well, recently I, I read a conversation the famous missionary to China, Hudson Taylor, had with a Chinese man in the 1800s. This Chinese man asked Taylor how long the people from England had known about the gospel. Taylor was ashamed to tell him and, and vaguely replied it had been several hundred years. And this young Chinese man replied in astonishment, and I quote, What? Several hundred years? Is it possible you have known about Jesus so long and only now have come to tell us? My father sought the truth for more than 20 years, he continued sadly, and died without finding it. Oh, why did you not come sooner? 
I read that and I was so struck. This man's father had been searching for the truth about eternal life for more than 20 years. But he never got to hear it. He he never got to hear about the hope we have in Jesus. And yet, I've known about Jesus all my life. Friend, do you realise how lucky we are that we've heard this life-changing news? Do you realise how lucky we are? Friend, let me challenge you. Don't let yourself get so busy that you forget the great value of the kingdom of heaven. Don't let yourself get, get so distracted by the shiny stuff of this world. Instead, regularly take out time, stop, listen, appreciate the amazing value of the kingdom of heaven. Delight in this wonderful gift of God. And that brings us to our final application point. Friend, if if you've seen and understood the value of the kingdom of heaven, what are you doing about it? Now, if you're here today and you haven't accepted Jesus as your saviour yet, the good news is it's not too late. Friend, if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, it is possible through Jesus. It, it, It doesn't matter who you are, It doesn't matter what you've done. Jesus has done everything it takes to give you a place in the kingdom of heaven. It's why he he died on the cross and rose again. He did it to prepare a place for anyone who trusts in him. A place in the kingdom of heaven. And, And friend, the kingdom of heaven... It's, it's going to be so much better than anything in this world. And all you need to do is put your trust in Jesus. Ask him to forgive you of your sin and give you a place in the kingdom of heaven. So you can live with Jesus as your king here on earth and then in heaven forever. So friend, What are you waiting for? Do it today. Do it now. Put your faith in Jesus. Receive the the precious pearl of the kingdom of heaven. However, friend, if you're here today and you've already put your trust in Jesus, let me ask you this. What are you willing to give up for the kingdom of heaven? What are you willing to give up? Yes, it's free to put your faith in Jesus. Yes, the kingdom of heaven is a free gift to us, won for us by the death and resurrection of Jesus. But having Jesus as your king, it can be costly, can't it? It can be costly. Maybe it will mean giving up money to support the work of the kingdom. Or or maybe it might mean giving up time to play your part in Jesus' church, to play your part in growing the kingdom. Or maybe it will mean persecution. Friend, there's, 
numerous places around this world today where trusting in Jesus means a death sentence. If you become part of God's kingdom, it means Jesus is your king. And he demands that you serve him in every aspect of your life, no matter what the cost here is on earth. So it's a question that we need to ask ourselves. What are you willing to give up for the kingdom of heaven? What will the scene look like if you lose everything for Jesus? Will it be a bit like that pearl merchant sitting in the gutter, everything gone, but with a big grin on your face? Well, friends, that treasured Trek road bike, it was pretty good. I loved it. It was worth working for. But you know what? It soon lost its shine. <laughs> After all the hard work I did in that summer of 2009, within a year and a half, I'd already sold it and moved on, chasing a, another shinier road bike. That's what it's like with all the treasure of this world, isn't it? They soon lose their shine. But friend, the kingdom of heaven, it will never lose its shine. So, so, so let me encourage you. Let me remind you, that's the treasure worth having. That's the treasure worth treasuring. And it's treasure worth giving up everything for. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today in Matthew 13. We thank you for the, these reminder and these parables of the great treasure that we have in the kingdom of heaven. Father, I pray that you'll be with each of us today as we leave. Help us to respond rightly to the passage. Help us to turn back from idolizing the treasure of this world and live in honor and glory to you and serve you all of our lives because of this amazing treasure that you've given us. We thank you for what Jesus has done, and we pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen.